you gotta make sure you're in the shots. You gotta scooch in. I'm scooch. In fact, you know what? Let's put our mics. I love this. Look at this. Close this is like a. It really feels Joe Rogan-ish. That's what just about to say that. I fucking I love it. Yeah. And you're bald. I so feel very. <laughs> you're bald. I'm not bald, but you're bald. Welcome to Coffee Connect with your host Vanessa and two very special humans in my life that are the first people to be on my podcast to co-host. I'm like freaking out right now, man. Woo! It's only been like 20 years since I recorded a last episode, so I felt like I needed to like come back pretty epic, and uh, y'all are pretty epic, so it I like fits. Glance, I like glanced on your on your post, and people were like, finally! Right, I know! That's good. I was like, I, I like don't to, understand. It's a lot of work. I like to keep people guessing. Like, will she, won't she, six months later? Fucking A, man. Keep checking in. Well, Good night, man. welcome back, guys. Uh, Coffee Connect is all about um, what gives people energy, inspiration, um, how they connect through movement, uh, genuine connection, and of course, coffee. So, we have to start off with a nice little icebreaker. Um, what do you guys like to drink? Are you espresso? Are you the the weirdos that don't drink caffeine? Like, what's your <laughs> what's your poison? Go ahead. No, no, you started first last time. You should do it this time as well. Uh, you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> what? Well, we were just talking and Cocaine I was like, Cocaine and nothing. <laughs> I'm so woke. Um, caffeine. I love caffeine. I really do love espresso. Yeah. Bitter-faced and all, like, by itself. <laughs> Sweeter, the better, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but lately... Which I've never dabbled in. Mm-hmm. Cold brew. Oh. Which I uh, look. People That's are fancy. People, shit. people are gonna be like, uh, what? Um, sometimes I make coffee and then just leave it out until it's <laughs> room temperature. <laughs> And then I put ice in it. I don't think that's the same thing. I feel like that's the poor man's black coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I've been really doing some cold press. I've been doing some. That's the COVID coffee. (laughs) We're being conscious, financially conscious. Yeah, yeah. So I do. I like leave it out, then it cools off, and I'm like put some ice on it. Yeah, it's room temperature with some ice. But it's always coconut. Sweetener, like coconut cream. I love coconut anything. Mm-hmm. All right, man, what's your poison? Okay, so look, as far as coffee goes, I am one of the most unrefined human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last coffee that we got, we got a Keurig in here because I usually drink bangs, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of crap in there that um, that I didn't want to take in anymore. Don't don't at me, mm-hmm. bang. <laughs> hey, not, I'm not saying your product is dangerous, but... But um, I'm saying don't drink arrhythmia, it. <laughs> arrhythmia is real. Anyway... <laughs> And gut lining, forget it. Um, you changed your label like ten times. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> well, I was switched over. To, I switched over to coffee, and the only coffee that I drank was was grit, uh, grit value, grit value coffee, um, and that was out of a Keurig, and I just drank that black. Oh. For because for me, caffeine is the coffee's just a mean to it means to an end. Yeah, it's just to get the caffeine into my system. I don't know. I'm kind of like super bougie with it. Like yeah. I have to have What's your favorite? the really, so Brit, Brit is one of my favorite companies. Brit. It's out of Peru, Costa Rica area. Oh my God. And that's like, that really is like one of the best cups of coffees I've ever had. But, um, I think hands down, one of the best cups of coffee I've ever had was over, <laughs> ready for this, overlooking the lake of New Zealand oh. <laughs> in my cozy little blanket. <laughs> No, I sound incredible, bougie as fuck. Um, but no, yeah, one of my favorite cups of coffee too. Again, 
at a bar in Thailand with a German Australian. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite stories too, but he was like, dude, this cup of coffee is going to blow your fucking mind. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've had plenty of cups of coffee. Like <laughs> yours is probably no different. And then I, like the first sip was like a fucking trip. It was like, oh shit. And, and then even from there on out, we had one of the best travel stories. <laughs> Michael, do you remember what happened, what, what happened, after, what happened the after that? <laughs> no one remembers. Yeah. No, we'll we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, talk about that later. That Thailand trip later. So beautiful. But um, man, what's one of your favorite stories over a cup of coffee? Okay, so so I thought about it a little bit mm-hmm. when you when you uh, asked the question before. So I do have I do have one story. I don't I don't travel. These guys have been to Thailand. Uh, Michael travels all over the damn place. I literally live within a ten mile radius of my gym and my home, and that's and that's as far as I go. But I did go to Colorado one time. Yeah. And let me take a picture for you. So the cabin that me and my and my college friends were in had a balcony and it overlooked and it went right into the mountains. Mm-hmm. And I had some coffee because that's all that was in the cabinet. And it was freezing. Mm-hmm. It was freezing cold. And so I was like, I want something warm. And so I made some coffee. Um, and I stepped outside. And I do remember looking out over the mountains. And there was an eagle. No, it wasn't. Shut no, up. There was eagle it. Are you for real? And he yelled, America. <laughs> <laughs> and behind him was a flag. Flapping it on my arm. He was holding it in his, in his little cloak. Okay, look, no, real talk. It was like a pigeon or something. It was like a- and I was like, oh, a bird. But when y'all told me your Thailand story earlier, I was like, I was like, oh, I gotta think of something. I gotta come with it. <laughs> it was a bald eagle. They don't even live in Colorado. Aww. I don't think. I don't freaking know. I don't, but, don't um, know either. Yeah, but that was, but that was really really pretty. Um, that was one of the only. And times. you were drinking coffee. And it was and it was drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually going to Colorado. I went. I've been to Colorado and I've been to Florida. That was one of the only times where I realized that like people are different. Mm-hmm. Just in the United States, people are different in the different like regions that they live in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you <laughs> do stuff differently. <laughs> As a human, we do stuff. This <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you. Humans are different. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was that's the most epic coffee related story that I yeah. that I had was me on a balcony in a in an Airbnb. Oh man. <laughs> looking at a bird fly by. I love that though. There you go. You make me not want because you were like <laughs> Y'all stories are so great. Oh, Our, did I build it up too much? No, just now oh. I feel like now no. I'm like my mind was beautiful and I love it. But your pigeon story was good. <laughs> looked in the eyes of the pigeon and they were better than myself. I believe, I believe it was a grackle. <laughs> a grackle. Mine is, um, mine is with my now wife uh, and we were on our oh. then honeymoon. <laughs> oh. But um, there, was a, there was an Airbnb called Salvedonica mm-hmm. and it was slow season. There was maybe one or two other people there in the whole place. Um, we got a normally like pretty pricey room at like a not too expensive rate and, and it's a small staff. Like there's like five people that are in charge of the whole place and they all know each other. And some of them are family. We did like a cooking class together. We did like a wine tasting together, but every morning we would have these this is the first time I'd ever had an espresso in an actual espresso serving. Yeah. Cause like here it's like, can I get 
espresso, they're like, three shots or seven shots? What do you want? <laughs> or death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, How messed up do you want to yeah. be? And they made just this beautiful little cup of coffee, which took forever. Right? I was like, so it's got it. And it was. It was good. It's very strong, obviously, but it was good black. It was good mm-hmm. with milk or whatever. But we would, in the morning for the, for the days that we were there, we would have these little espressos. And mm-hmm. I can remember their, like, Solvidonica, like, napkins that were there. It was Every, and we would just be like, this is cool that we're doing this yeah. right now. How beautiful. Yeah. That is a good love moment. <laughs> a good love moment. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still, man, it was such an epic moment sitting there. And I had just gotten my feet eaten by fish. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that. So what she was saying. So we were, what? So we were down, so we were in the middle of Thailand, right? Walking down this like sketchy street. And we're like, what, uh-huh. what can we get into now? And then there was a bar. Uh, and there was a little uh, fish feet be- place. Like I don't know how to talk shop. about it. Yeah. Oh, this was on purpose. Yeah. And so we, so I had, like, I had, I've never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> and I did it twice because I wanted to make sure Bianca like felt it was just weird. So, <laughs> so we, so anyway, after getting my fish, my feet eaten by fish. <laughs> Wait, you just gloss <laughs> over, just that over that part. <laughs> Wait, did, is, so this is like a therapeutic thing? Like they, I mean, so they what eat they, your skin or yeah, the dead so skin? They, they clean it up, right? So ah. they, this, they, they love all the shit off of your feet. <laughs> Brought to you by... <laughs> Extra ginger brew. Reeds, reeds, reeds. Yeah, they, you put your feet in there and then the fish... Pick off particles and... But I, I mean, I painfully laughed. Like, it, I've never felt that type of laughter in my life. And it's just these little guys, like, wiggling between your toes. And it was it was one of the highlights of our travel. Oh, wow. Not not the millions of, like, <laughs> temples and seeing the big Buddha. No, no, not that. The fish the eating fish the feet was, incredible. was yeah. epic. <laughs> But they had talked about, you had talked about wanting to do that. I too. did. Well, yeah, I thought that was something that was kind of unique. And, and I knew it would be, you know, kind of a funny experience. And when we yeah. found it just randomly, I was like, let's do it. Yeah. Right next door yeah, was what's... a parrot in a cage. Yeah. And as you walked by, he would be like, Mah! he would like yell. And then he would start talking. <laughs> yeah. And it was a bar. It's called Pirate's Cove. And I was like, yeah, we got it. We'll be over here. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I'm not much of a drinker. And so we went to go do that. Um, Bianca came on and did it with us. And then we came back and they were all just kind of drinking. And I was like, hey, man, uh, do you have any coffee back there? I'm not really much of a drinker. And he's like, do I have any fucking coffee? And I was like, all right. And he's like, I'm going to make you a cup. And I was like, "Uh, yes, please. And then he sat it in front of me, and he's like, it really is going to be the best cup of coffee you ever had. And I thought he was just fucking around, because it's a bar coffee, right? Right. And I take a drink of it, and I'm like, like, childhood memories, like, all of the beautiful things, laughter and love, like, just in that little cup This of is coffee. the Russian-Australian, right? Yeah. No, this is the, he's German-Australian. German-Australian, excuse me. His name is Psalm. German-Australian, and he, his... Well, I have a cup of fucking coffee. Yeah, his, wow. Thank you. I don't know that that was... <laughs> but... Oh, was that a good one, or... <laughs> I don't think just... that was a little off. Oh. Yeah, well... <laughs> well... I'll, I'll, I'll take my first impression of it. <laughs> So he, yeah, so that was, you know, we were telling him and his wife, you know, all the things that we really wanted to do on our trip, and one of them was to go see a Muay Thai fight, and we are like, man, we haven't been able to figure out how to, like, make that happen, and he's like, I can make that happen, and I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is about to be crazy, they and were, then... They were literally, like, so, I, 
like sitting there, hanging out, talking, always good yeah. experiences, meeting new people. These guys, like, he told us his whole story about moving from Germany to yeah. Australia to yeah. now Thailand. He came and visited, boom, came and married this woman. Now they hold a bar together. She was so cute. And she was so awesome. She was like, just like how you would expect an old married couple. Tight. She was. She ran a tight ship, though. She man. was there cleaning and doing stuff, and he would say something, and she would like say something to him real aggressive. He'd be like, yeah, "I gotta hold on up. Let me go do this real quick." <laughs> um, Damn. But they. But he talked about. We talked about wanting to do something. Yeah. And and like we hadn't experienced a Muay Thai fight. He mm-hmm. was like, "I got it. I, I can. Can you be back here tonight?" Yeah. And we were like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, of course." So we went back. We went back to the Airbnb we're in, got ready, went back right to that place, and they picked us up in like a van. And uh, what, what are those things called? The tut tuts? Tut tuts. Yeah, it was like a little. And it's, <clears throat> it's, it's this sounds sketchy as fuck. Yeah, yeah no, no it so definitely like, is. <clears throat> any like, I think any if any one of us was like not. So nostalgically excited, I think <laughs> one of us would have been like, maybe we should think about this. Hey, uh, because we well, showed there's, an, there's an open back, right? Said, and we're squeezing in like 15 people <laughs> in this thing. Seriously, <laughs> this should only fit like four, four, four people at a time. And there's like we're six like, of us it's in fine. there. If we and lose one us, of us, it's fine. No idea where we're going. Yeah, driving through Thailand. Who this man is? Yeah, we just met him earlier that afternoon. You just know that he gave you a bomb ass cup of coffee. Oh yeah, yeah. that's that's, the most that's what I judge my trust. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, this man this man speaks truth. Yeah. <laughs> we go to this we go to this place, and it's not the equivalent of what you would assume here in the United States, but it was legitimately a Thai bike gang, okay, a motorcycle gang. Yeah. So there's all these motorcycles out front. We what? go inside. We. We, did Dude, we have, it looked we like paid, to- Tokyo Drift. And we paid sh- beforehand. Yeah. That was, yeah. I remember we paid beforehand because when we got there, we didn't yeah. have to pay anything. We walked yeah. in. Um, it felt real VIP already. Yeah, I walked straight wow. up to the, sp- the place we were staying in and the places we were going to sit. And then you and Bianca. So the auditorium is like some sketchy thrown together chairs or whatever. Bleachers kind of pulled out. Yeah, oh, like okay. a high school bleachers. <clears throat> And there's a real professional ring in the middle. And then there's just this one random couch. And we're like, this is fucking comfy. And we sit in it. And we're sat like, on the couch? Yeah. And we're like getting all comfortable. <laughs> like, this is awesome. I'm so glad that we got these seats. Like, I wonder why nobody's sitting on the couch. Of typical Americans, like, just being like, this is mine. Because I'm American. Well, clearly this is where my American yeah. ass goes. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me just... Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's no way in. this could be but we had had, for someone. We had we had some we had some drinks. We were hanging out. There that always a, helps. There was an open bar. It was a beautiful, t- like a crazy beautiful experience. Yeah. And then somebody had come up and been like, "You guys need to move." Yeah, you oh, gotta, you gotta, you gotta go. So they kicked him out, and all of us in our in our little group that went to this trip were like, nah. "Rude." <laughs> <laughs> Dude comes in with like two ladies in his arms. Oh yeah. shit! Sits on the couch. So some dude saved your life. Tony, you get out of that couch. Was the president of the of the, of the club, yeah. of the gang, of the biker gang, yeah, and they of the Thailand and it, biker gang. Yeah. So at yeah. first you were, and we we're so like, well, no we're one t- you want to fuck. Everything's with. totally fine. And then the fighters would bow to him. Oh. The people would walk by and like grab his hand and bow. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I can't believe I sat in his couch. <laughs> but we're like sitting, we're, I mean, right there's nothing him. like protecting him, right? So it looked right. totally normal. We're right, we're in the chairs right behind him. So we still have these brilliant, sh- you know, seats and we're just getting fucking smashed right behind him. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, president. <laughs> but anyway, oh so all because of that cup of, like, it was because it, of the fish, it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because we wouldn't have stopped right there. No. We were walking trying and to find parrot. something to do. 
and the parrot, there was a parrot out front. But how cool was that, that we just kind of connected over, of course, alcohol, but for me, it was just the coffee and being like, damn, dude, you know, you speak the truth. I can trust this guy. Yeah, he was so honest. We talked about, he talked about his life, his family, he did. kids he, that he has that are in Germany. He's still. locked out of Australia. He, oh, yeah, he can't yeah. go back to Australia. Yeah. What? Long yeah. story. Yeah, okay. that's a long story. I have his card, though. I have his salmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kim. We have pictures. Rare memories, but no pictures. But there's, yeah, another one of my favorite parts of that trip, too, was, like, the one of the fighters, this little badass, was, she was going, she was done with her fight, and I saw her kick ass, and I was like, oh, she's my fucking favorite. And then I was going to the restroom, and I was like, Michael, she's in the restroom. Oh, my God, she's in the restroom. I want to take a picture with her, but I can't ask her. And he's like, just do it. And I'm like, no, oh my God, she's famous. And then, uh, but she's like, you know, three inches shorter than me. And I'm like five one on a good day. And, and, but she's like totally ripped and a fucking badass. And I'm like, uh. And so I approached her and we did. We got a picture of Heck us yeah. like putting our dukes up. And then, you know, by the end of the fight, we're fucking smashed. And we're hopping on the ring and like we taking a picture ring, taking in pictures. the actual ring. That's insane. We probably should have gotten arrested. It's fine. Because and those then, fighters, those are different people, man. Like, yeah. They, they can kill you. Oh, with a, one arm. Yeah. And it was so crazy to see, like, and she wasn't, how, I mean, how old do you think she was? She, man, she had to be in, like, teens, maybe, like, 17, 18. She looked she was super like, young. rowdy. She fought so badass. She was a beast. Wow. It was cool, though. And then, like, ending that night when we're walking out, and obviously the guy is a bar owner, right? And he's like, man do y'all want to go back to my bar? And it's already like two in the morning and we're like two in the morning in Thailand, go back to his bar and fucking just rage. Yeah. When else am I going to be able to close it down in Thailand? Yeah. Like, of course I want to do that. I need to, I need to get out more. It's such a, but it was such an epic, epic story. Um, so, okay, so obviously we kind of went on our little our little coffee and energy tangent. That beats the shit out of my Colorado balcony story. <laughs> I don't know. An eagle <laughs> saying America is pretty fucking cool, too. Wow. But let me, you know, I want to hear more about you guys, and I'm sure these guys, these listeners do, too. They don't know who you are yet. So, I, oh, yeah. you know, share a little bit about each of yourselves. Like, who are you? You may go first? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, my name's Rob. I am the owner of Transit Fitness. We opened up in 2017. Uh, before that, I worked at another gym. <laughs> Voldemort Gym. Voldemort Gym. Uh, we, we, did a, we did a quick conversation before this, and we decided to not name any names of any places. <laughs> but if you've known us for a couple of years... Voldemort Gym. You, you know where it's from. Um, but you I worked at worked is. at another gym before this, and then uh, before that, I was training people out of my out of my. Uh, I was learning how to train people out of my dad's garage. He had a couple people that would come, and um, it was really really awesome. So I've been training for just under a decade now, um, and yeah, I got a I got a uh, I got an awesome awesome wife, um, awesome awesome son. Uh, and uh, we just had a we just had a, a little baby girl yeah. about eight months ago. That's crazy. She's super cute. She is talking all the time, but she doesn't she doesn't know any words yet. So she's just like I love that. And they look at you like yeah. Do you know what I said? Did you get that? Why aren't you listening to me? I'm hungry again. I said teethers. Yeah. Go get the teethers. Change the channel. Yeah. I'm like oh okay. You're like, oh, how cute. Yeah. She's like, if you don't get out of my face. 
I said, I'm wet. Just change my diaper and leave me. Uh, Beautiful. I love those little languages. But that's that's pretty much all that's going on um, right now. And then any fun hobbies? I hear you have a band. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're in a band. It's called Mad Protocol. Uh, So we, we, we... we do rock. It's been uh, it's been slow for some reason uh-huh. the past couple of months. It's almost as though all the bars shut down because <laughs> <laughs> something's happening. Um, but that's that's offered a lot of really interesting experiences. Played out of out of some dive bars and um, other places. And then uh, yeah, everything else is like me and um, me and my dad used to do Krav Maga. I'm getting ready to start that with uh, with my son. That's so cool. Which is really, really cool. Um, that just, full circle of making yeah. memories just like father and son is just like, that makes me, that hurt, that just hits the heartstrings. <laughs> I actually didn't make the connection to just that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is beautiful. All right. <laughs> what about you? Who yeah. are you? Yeah, beat that, Michael. My name is, <laughs> my name is Michael Rivera. <laughs> and I believe in fitness. <laughs> what was that? I'm going to scratch my nose. Oh, shit. You already beat it. Getting it in there. All up in there. Yeah, my name is Michael Rivera. Uh, We met at Voldemort Gym, all of us together. Yeah. Beautiful Mm -hmm. times. Um, I actually actually didn't start a career, I guess, with training. I I was doing music and vocal performance for school and singing my little heart out. Crazy talented, <laughs> crazy talented. I sang with some. You know what? It's weird too. Like I told somebody the other, like not not too recently, but I told somebody the other day, like I sang um, the the Brahms Requiem in you know in this beautiful mass church building. Blah blah. blah. They were like, "That's like serious. That's like a big deal." Yeah, wasn't that written by Cardi B? <laughs> yeah, no, I heard of that one. Shabbat shalom. <laughs> <laughs> like not quite <laughs> very very similar they have a similar timbre <laughs> oh, all no. I can think about wait isn't she the one with WAP <laughs> oh so topical Vanessa <laughs> Dad, I'm so welcome Ooh, baby with the time <laughs> she's <laughs> We sang that followed by WAP. <laughs> what was it called? What'd you sing? <laughs> Brown's Requiem. <laughs> and now for WAP. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. Cardi B's Requiem. It's gonna be a mess. Hey, if you... Cardi B, if you're watching this. <laughs> Cardi B, hit us up. We all gotta start somewhere. Drop <laughs> <laughs> a line. Oh, oh my stomach. I love it. <laughs> 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 so, I <laughs> so I left and started training. I started training and now I'm like working out <laughs> and doing so I'm the head coach here at Transcend. Yeah, man. The head coach here at Transcend Fitness. Um, have some one on one clients on the side. Um, do some meal prep stuff here and there. Life, health, wellness, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And on that topic of your singing and stuff, so you, I mean, that, that was like one of my favorite facts about you is that you sing opera. Yeah. That just like is like nuts. I'll still, and you know what, as, as I'll still do it in the shower occasionally. <laughs> Randomly though, I was just, I'll just be in the living room too and I'll be like, 
listening to <laughs> singing, cleaning dishes. Bianca's like, Bianca's yeah. still asleep. She's like, shut the <laughs> It is three in the morning. What's wrong with you? I feel like I found all my Aria books. <laughs> Seeing if I still got to snuff. I'm like, I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Schubert. Let's do it. Schubert. Schubert. Yeah, they're killing me right now. But yeah, so saying, uh, I sang with the Dallas Opera for a little bit. That's incredible. I always forget about that. It was just in the chorus, but it was a cool experience, man. Yeah. I remember you saying that. I feel like you brought that up in our interview or something like <laughs> random. I was like, I was like, listen, I don't know a lot about fitness, but I can sing the fuck out of a song. <laughs> Are you familiar with the soft soft palate? Uh-huh. <laughs> No, I did some, I did some, I was doing fitness when I came to the interview. Oh, yeah. At Voldemort's gym. No, mm-hmm. I know, but it, the, and that even segues into how we know about each other. Like, and we were even just talking about that before we hit record is just how it blows our fucking minds, how we met and how much our lives would be different right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we hadn't met. And, you know, like I said, like, if, it, if my mind uh, is remembering correctly, I hired you guys. <laughs> yeah. And like... But, but no, I mean, you know, even when I, when I hired you guys, um, you know, I had been in the industry enough to know, like, who was just, like, some really good peeps. Like, you just got this vibe, you got this feel about this is a solid human, this is a solid individual in front of me. So beyond, you know, training and having the education and having the certifications and the requirements and the experience, are they going to treat the people that we have here at the gym well? Right? Are they going to do do right by them? Right. And so, you know, I just, I love that when, when you can find people like that because you can really connect with them on a long-term basis. You can always pick up where you left off. There's no grudges. There's no, man, you haven't been asking me, like, you know, what I've been doing the last couple of years. There's no, there's none of that, like, bad energy. It's just literally, like, I mean, we haven't seen each other in a good long while. We haven't seen each other since Thailand, maybe? Yeah. Which now has been like a year and a half or so. Oh my god, two years. And uh, and you and I haven't seen each other since. Man, since I since I visited your gym, which was like maybe like three, Three, at least three years ago. At least three. I think we've been open for about a year. And it's like you just you don't miss a beat. And I just I love I love people like that. Yeah. You know that makes me that makes me happy to be around people like that. Um, and that's part of like what gives me energy is just those those good humans um, traveling, exploring, learning about psychology, and especially more recently, like just spirituality and just kind of like going off into that own world. So yeah. I want you guys to talk about what gives you energy, like what gives you drive, what gets you out of the bed in the morning. Do you want to you go first? Yeah, first. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I think overall, and it's, um, it's a cliche, I think, of the business for sure, but like people mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. uh, not just health and wellness and fitness, but like just people, like there's so much that, um, there's so much to know, there's so much to not know, there's so much to not understand, um, and everyone else is going through kind of the same things um, in their own respects, in their own regards, in their own life, their sure. own job, mm-hmm. um, and if you can... If you can stop for just a second, everything firing <clears throat> off so quickly and, and see where the connectivity is, there's usually a lot to converse about with any one individual. Um, I think with me, like health and fitness and wellness has been the, the best way that I've found to meet those people and talk to people and grow. But like right. mm-hmm. being, 
being of somebody like I can remember hiding behind like my mom's leg when I was still mm-hmm. like 11 like hey you know they owe you two dollars you have to go ask the cashier <laughs> for those two dollars and I'm like it's okay it's not worth it's okay they can have it it's fine and you know her trying to like have this like life but like what the hell's wrong with this child (laughs) go get your money yeah Yeah. but like that's i still carry some of those feelings about just like interactions performances podcasts Mm -hmm. everything just like being genuine and organic and i think as i've gotten older although fitness has been the best uh, avenue for that people in general is like i get up and i'm like there's so much more for me to figure out today but mm-hmm. you would consider yourself definitely more of an extrovert if you had to classify. Yeah, if I had to classify, I would definitely be the person that's going to be like, all right, clearly we all don't want to talk to each other. So let me, let me get this <laughs> I'm thing I'm picking up. Let me get this some thing Some pretty going, weird energy. I am freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> For real, yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, you were mentioning before, like, that you, you're that type of person to see somebody at the grocery store and be like, how's it going? Yeah. I like those shoes. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Yeah, that's like, and it's, I mean... <clears throat> Being able, like, I can remember those feelings of being so shy and, like, fearful. But all in all, uh, even a younger and now more more aware of it, like, hearing those little voices and things in your head that are like, hey, ask that question or figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and we, we avoid it. Not avoid it, but, like, it's just kind of stifled by work, by life, by marriage, by whatever the heck you want to put in the way of you trying to figure out whatever it is that it is at that moment. And I think latching onto those, if they're, if they're worth it, for sure, if they're important, being able to talk to people based off of whatever comes to mind yeah and, and having the courage to do so <clears throat> yeah, man. yeah. Just, just the other day on the on the <laughs> trails we've been biking a lot yeah um i saw this this woman who i know used to work out at our gym mm-hmm. that we all worked at and i i remember seeing her every day mm-hmm. just kill it mm-hmm. and then she was sitting there on the picnic table texting and i was like yeah that's that that's that lady for sure yeah i was like hey did you used to work out Velva? she was like yeah was she the one that used to come in and set up all our own stuff no. Oh. But she was that like, one I, wish, I wish it was her. But she was like, she was like, oh my gosh, I haven't worked out there in probably like three years. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I remember you used to come in every day at this time, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, did you? Well, I used to work there. We talked, brought, talked about life and how she's trying to figure out her next steps. And she did some races and all these things. And now she's kind of, she says she bonked out and she doesn't know what's next. And I was like, that's all right, man, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, and when I when I think about her at the gym, yeah. I'm like that chick's badass. Yeah, like, I would never, never have thought that thought to be like, <clears throat> oh, you can do it to that yeah. person, yeah. right? But there it was right there, and I just remember seeing her face like, oh, that's that lady. And how many times do you like have those moments and you're just kind of like, that's I, what gets me going. But that's like, that's how I am. I feel like I'm I'm very much more introverted. I feel like I'm gonna interrupt somebody's workout, and so I need that opportunity of them kind of coming to me and sitting in front of me and being like. Hey, I need help. Yeah. And then giving, but giving me that avenue to be like, you know, I genuinely care about who you are and who's in front of me and like where you come from and not just pitching numbers to you and not mm-hmm. just like just listening to about your body. Um, I want to know like what's more important, what's kind of happening on the outside of these walls, you know? And you, and that's, that's rare that you are able to have those types of conversations to be able to talk about yourself and be able to have someone genuinely listen, actively listen, and um, and just hear you and be able to give you um, like that that ear means everything to somebody, yeah. you know. Because most of the time, people are just like, "Uh huh, yeah, cool. Ha- have a great day. See you later. Bye." Yeah, when someone's actually listening to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
So those You're, are my favorite think, moments. As far as what, as long as we've known each other too, mm-hmm. like I think that's definitely one thing. Like I will say, category categorization wise, mm-hmm. like for sure, more introverted. Mm-hmm. But once it's oh, it's all over. Once it's yeah. opened, yeah. Once when you open gates. up that Pandora box, man, <laughs> yeah. I never. Sh- She's got so many things to say. <laughs> I got so many things to say. Yeah, there's so many voices in my head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're all. Uh. I mean, <laughs> Do they all sound Cut. like you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rob, what about for you? You know. Oh, uh, what gives me energy? Yeah. So uh, we we were we were talking about it earlier, kind of thinking through through that stuff, and I realized that um, I've gone through a pretty significant change just over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day uh, when we first met, mm-hmm. uh, up until about uh, God, man, what would you say when, when we had the, when we lost all those people, like a year and a half ago? Yeah, right around there. So there was there was uh, for pretty much my whole life until about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of my like energy and feel good and like let's go conquer the world, blah, all that stuff yeah. it came from other people. Yeah, I was so dependent on affirmation from outside sources. Yeah, from other people. Mm-hmm. And and when somebody would be like, "Hey, you did a really really great job," I'd be like, "Ah, oh, yes." Yeah, Tell me more, it. let it yeah. rain down on me. Yeah, yeah. And I would carry that on and that would give me a lot of energy into the weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, there was a, an incident, I don't even know what you call that, but there was, there was a moment uh, that happened about, it was about a year and a half, maybe two years ago, where it, it really kicked me in the teeth just how wildly unreliable mm-hmm that way of of being mm-hmm. really was where you're where you're so dependent you 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 sacrifice all of your autonomy mm-hmm. you you allow yourself to be completely dependent upon validation. other people's yeah other people's yeah. opinions other people's willingness to give you said validation all that mm-hmm. shit and um and I was like nope this is not my my whole thing my my whole goal in life is to is to be free mm-hmm. and to to be able to do what I want, feel the way that I want. And, and I realized that, that was completely contrary to that yeah. desire. And so there was a pretty abrupt shift mm-hmm. to, to being like, no, no, no. What we need to focus on is what, what are you bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. Don't, and not because you want a thank you, not because you want somebody to praise you or because you, you think that um, that's the only way to, to make an impact, mm-hmm. but because you really do have something to give. And how dare you not give it mm-hmm. to, to the best of your ability. And so um, over quite a bit of, of, of <clears throat> soul searching mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah work, um, I was able to, to transition into more what Michael was talking about, where you truly do your very, very best mm-hmm. to impact the people around you and allow their success mm-hmm. and, and just the transaction of, of knowledge or energy or conversation, whatever, allow that to be mm-hmm. your driver. Yeah, I and, love and that. it's it's uh, it's made, it's made for a much much more secure and and happier life. Well, since I, then. I love that you are open to <clears throat> questioning, evolving, and being able to check in with, okay, this is no longer serving me. Like this feels out of alignment for me, yeah. and it's just not making me feel like I can propel forward. And that's just kind of like a checkpoint. Like, cool, external validation is not my jam. Like, I need to actually make sure that I'm showing up for me, and then that helps me show up for others the best way it can be. Um, how did you even guys start this business? Like, where did that come from? Uh, well, so Transcend Fitness, we started it in, um, 
I started it in 2017, and I've always wanted, I've freaking always wanted to own my own business, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't like working for people, and so I, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my own thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, I've known that for a really, really long time, and when I got into the fitness industry, I was like, oh, yes, this is, this is it. Yeah. So I wanted to start a business in this industry, and opening up a gym was just kind of a natural uh, a natural step forward, and then right around that time, right around that 2017 time, the uh, the gym that we're that we're referring to, mm-hmm. there was a uh, there was a transition period within that spot, and I was at a fork in the road. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, we're either gonna we're either gonna continue what we're doing, or we're gonna take a leap of faith. Sure. And and do this thing, and yeah. so so started it. Uh, a couple years later, uh, Michael was in a position to to come over, and we didn't talk about this earlier, but there was definitely a period yeah. for transcend. Yeah. I call it the uh, the the BM. Uh huh. Before Michael, yeah. <laughs> the also, BM. yeah. Also, because everything before you was a really shitty time. Ah. Um, the BM. Yeah. So right, but before Michael, it was, it was pretty much all on me. Yeah. My my family is incredible, and they stepped up a lot mm-hmm. uh, on some very very key uh, in some very very key times to to help me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was I was running the stuff, and yeah. I was I actually ran myself into the ground really really nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like, walking pneumonia and all this stuff, and like Jeez. the doctor got super mad at me. <laughs> yeah, um, but I had work to do. We had classes to coach, so I was coaching all the classes, and then Michael was in a position where he came on, and yeah. and ever since ever since then everything just kind of clicked. We've had we've had some some rough spots. I don't know if you sure. even want to go into that, but we can. Um, it wasn't it wasn't like smooth sailing all the way. Yeah, but. Um, as any other business owner will tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was know? it was definitely like, okay, this is what it this this this, this is, is what where it it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, I think you know what, like what we were talking about too brings up. I was I was trying to figure out in my head where that that comes to a point, and like I think a big part of it is like, you need that balance for sure, because although you were, I think, leaning heavily towards one side and forgetting about like why you opened this place and like right. what you wanted to do. I came in like, remember all these things we want to do. Yay, oh people. Yes. Yeah. But if I don't, you know, if I hadn't had, yes. And even though we were working for a specific place that like was supposed to teach you those things, you get lost in translation because of all the nonsense here. Yeah. It's you and I and bouncing out those two parts of like what the hell we're doing here and why. Yeah. And then, Okay, now also, how do we do this? X, Y, Z, here's mm-hmm. the things, A, B, C, blah, 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 blah. What is this actually mechanically going to look Projections, like? Projections, everything. Yeah. Right, you need those people you have to, to bring it back. I, I know for a, a we were talking. <laughs> we had that conversation. Well, we were talking about it before, and I was thinking, like, if I wanted to, um, you know, you had, you had said, like, we were talking about how we know each other and, like, how we love, love each other, and it's just cool to know people like this. But, like, owning your own place, I don't, that's not something I could see. I could do it, but it's not something I want to do. Yeah. I like training people and, and like, like a, leaf, <laughs> like a leaf in the wind. I'm like, blow me this way. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get... That was cool. You got to yeah. get a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get a good balance. And I think that, that worked out like freaking perfect. Holy shit. Yeah. I remember that conversation because when you, when you own a business, uh, and for anybody out there who's thinking about starting a business, there is a lot of muck and mire that you can get dragged into with, okay, how the hell... Okay, I forgot to do sales and use tax. Uh, shit, how are we gonna solve this problem? And you can get so bogged down in the in the mechanics, the of, mechanics it all, of it, the mechanics of it, the day to day, the 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 money aspect that you can forget. And without somebody yeah. to pull you from that and yeah. to remind you and, and keep you focused on what the original vision of what you were here to do is, 
then then you're dead in the water. Your mission, like your why. Yes. Like exactly. what your what your gym is supposed to stand for for the humans. And yeah. you did that. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I fucking love you, man. Okay, we're at the exact point of where we cried last time. We're on schedule. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy to think about. Oh, I love that. Okay, so speaking about your gym, what kind of movement do you guys love? I'll go first this time. Yeah, let's talk about so, it. So uh, I'm, I'm super bored. I like the workouts that we do. That's the most consistent movement that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited. One of the most... Uh, exciting things that I used to do mm-hmm. uh, was Krav Maga and mm-hmm. I used to do it with my dad and I'm getting ready to start that um, in my family mm-hmm. with, with, with my whole family because mm-hmm. I think Elizabeth really needs to know how to kick some ass um, but, uh, but I'm getting ready to start that with my, with my boy as well that's so cool it's super super cool so I'm looking forward to that being a favorite but right now moving the barbell around and Getting on the bike. Just lifting all the weight. Yeah, getting on the air assault bike. I love the I love the assault bike. Do you? I'm weird. I yeah, like I yeah. I really do. Well, you guys are too. I'm pretty bike. weird. That's super odd. <laughs> I like to suffer apparently. <laughs> I was gonna say hopefully hopefully the 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 wrong people don't listen to me say that I freaking hate the barbell. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh my god! Obviously, it's one of those things like like you know you have to work on the techniques and be good at. Yeah, it. yeah definitely. Of course. I love learning anything. Yeah, but like, um, and when we were talking about it, like cardio, although some people's poison, some people's you know some people's kryptonite, if you will, like yeah, yeah. Um, I realize now like it's not just the cardiovascular aspect of it; it's mostly the being outside. I think. Yeah. Like I even when I row and bike, I was just thinking about it. When I row and bike. I roll it to I roll it outside. So it's 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 being outside thinking about nothing or thinking about everything. It's just a time when I don't have to worry about my wrist being in the right spot or like align right. aligning everything perfectly. It's just like sweat, heart rates up, and a lot of times honestly like I I think that's probably my closest variation of meditation. Mhm. Yeah. I'm not people you know like I went on a hike a, a couple months back I went on a hike um, and Bianca, too, it was during quarantine, I remember, because I was like, I'm going to go for a hike. And she was like, yeah, that's awesome. I hadn't been on a hike forever. And I was mm-hmm. like, right. I was gone for like five and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. yeah I, brought, those... I brought a power bar and a Gatorade. But that's, that's the kind of perfect stuff that when you start getting lost, like, right, you get, you get lost in the moment and mm-hmm. you're so present and you just feel like kind of like a little outer body experience of just like, yes. this is fucking nature. Yeah. Like, earth is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. but I... I think that there's so much beyond calories and there's beyond smashing your body into the ground and hitting PRs. Like for me being a previous athlete, you know, with soccer and stuff, like I needed a puzzle. I needed to have mental stimulation and, and soccer athletes, football athletes, you know, we all know how to think three or four steps ahead. And so if you get me on a freaking leg extension and I'm just there like, mer, 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 like, doing the reps I'm just like I'm bored as hell (laughs) like this is not fun and so if you give me a freaking kettlebell and I'm having to worry about all of my my body and and hand positioning and core engagement and all that jazz like that's I really do love that but there's also something really special about those moments where you can just not necessarily worry about um safety concerns but you just move and you just do because you know it's good for you and you're able to just kind of breathe and kind of connect to with that mind and body space mm-hmm. and you just relax and you you know our biggest we've been biking a lot 
Yes. Bianca and I right around, it was May 27th, 26th, during the quarantine stuff and all that nonsense. Um, she was like, I want to do 75 days. She found a, 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 like a platform page or something with the 75 days hard. I mean, a lot of people knew, my brother knew about it. A bunch of people knew about it. I was like, let's do it. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But like 75 <laughs> days of just freaking focused as yeah. you can be on, on the things right. that you want to focus on. Yeah. Um, and now here we are. We finished it. Um, we had like a good, it's my birthday recently, we had like a good like laxed hangout for like a week of doing nonsense and yeah. both of us immediately were like, we gotta, we gotta get back on track. Yeah. Oh, a week is enough. Yeah. But like already reestablishing like another, till the end of the year, like what else can we work on? What else sure. can we do? And like riding the bike has been such a beautiful, like. Well, it's a good moment too for your relationship, Sometimes we talk, right? sometimes we don't talk. It's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. just like. Just riding. Just the fact that you're doing it together. Yeah, man. Hanging out. You just got to be able to go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, speaking about that too, kind of what's what is your favorite way to connect with people? Is it movement? Is it fitness? For me, this is the kind of style that I love is being able to kind of have that name tag off kind of conversation where it's you're not at work and you're able to get to know somebody on that different level. Like that's my favorite way to connect with people. My favorite way to connect with people. Do you have an answer already? Well, yeah. I mean, mine is... Mine Get is, it. <laughs> it it's, it's par for the course of everything that we've been involved in since mm-hmm. we've known each other. And mm-hmm. even before that, when I was doing stuff like different jobs, working at a bar, mm-hmm. like talking to people mm-hmm. um, and not being, not having to worry about necessarily what I'm saying but just having a conversation yeah. and it just flows naturally yeah mm-hmm. um I have that's like that's my favorite it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome even if it's just like it can be as simple I've always told people like life is relationships yeah it's all relationships yeah. and like you hold the door for somebody maybe they say thank you maybe they don't mm-hmm. right uh if they don't then it's up to you whether you're like man screw you <laughs> or you're like it doesn't matter <laughs> Right. Like just being around, talking to people, experiencing things on that, that fitness has been probably the most movement related oriented thing that has been able to allow me to com- to communicate with all those yeah. people. But we were talking about that too a little earlier with, you know, what would you do for free? Like what brings mm-hmm. you back to your purpose and how do you like to connect people? Because if you can find that passion and that purpose and then get paid for it, you're yeah. like, yo, yeah. that's like, what we were this talking is, about. Yeah. This is perfect. What we were talking about earlier with the balance. Yeah. Like I 100% and Bianca, Bianca can attest to it. How many times I've said like, if I could do this, if I could do this for free and still be able to pay my bills, I would. Yeah. yeah. And I've told you that. Yep. Yeah. And that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily a hundred percent work when you're trying to run a business. Yeah. But finding that balance of like, dude, I, th- nothing's changed. I still would do this for free, you right. know what I mean? Like, I still love being with people and talking. And well, you want to, ultimately, at the end of the day, you want to be able to go to sleep. You want to be able to feel fulfilled and yeah. be at peace and feel alignment and just feel good about what you're doing. Right. And so, you know, it's okay to feel like that evolves. Yeah. Like, you don't have to necessarily stay with one course. You know, that's how I feel like I'm at, at that pivotal moment right now. Because I've been lucky enough to find fitness in the, in the health industry and be able to land, you know, on a personal trainer position and be like, damn, I really freaking love. Like, I show up to work. I feel good. I'm able to sleep at night. But recently, I have felt this, like, 
I guess in the spiritual realm, you would call it as a calling. Like you're, you're kind of in that moment where you're like, all right, this something feels like it's pulling me in a different direction. Still not really sure what that is. Oh, wow. But this, but you know, podcast definitely hints towards it, you know, um, just because it's different, it's a different reward. It's a different filling of my cup Yeah. and it just, but it feels like, yeah, I spent like Man, I spent like five hours yesterday. This is embarrassing, but I spent like five hours yesterday looking at a logo, trying to make a logo. But I'm like, <laughs> and I was totally fine with it because yeah. I was like, man, I freaking love this thing because it is. It's like a passion project, Absolutely. and and I, it, you know, it's just those things that light your freaking fire. How freaking badass! Yeah. Um. Cool. So, you know, we want to be able to connect with you after this. So, how do we connect with you? I hear that y'all have a podcast. <laughs> yes. We have a podcast. It's called Two Coaches. Two Coaches. Is the intro. Like, oh, oh, gonna... the intro. <laughs> There's more to it. Tune in. Uh, tune into our podcast to hear the rest of the intro. <laughs> Two Coaches. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, you, th- that's our. That's our podcast. Um, you can also look us up as um, as action. As actual coaches, if you ever need help with like fitness or anything, we can we can help you. With and that. you have this gym that we're in. So yeah. what's the gym called? So the gym is called Transcend Fitness, mm-hmm. San Antonio. Um, can they come take a class? Like, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So we we do group training classes. We're a transformation gym. So everything that we do with our with our people is uh, revolves around fitness, uh, food, where we give people nutrition plans, and then focus, which is a more of a psychological approach to transformation, which is so. Key. Crazy important. Yeah. I, I had no appreciation for it until until the past several years when we started this. Mm-hmm. Just how big a role that that psychological mm-hmm. component plays. It's 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 you're shooting yourself in the foot if you don't take it seriously. Um, but that's what we do. We we transform people's bodies. We take them from where they're at to where they want to go. Um, if you want to, if you'd like to come and take a class, come and check us out for sure. Well, and I'll definitely tag your gym in our little, our little details you know on the what? bottom of the podcast. That's probably the best way to do yeah. it. Yeah. I'll make sure that they, they know the little Instagram handle. So if you're on Instagram, you can definitely find them if they, they can find you on Facebook as well. Absolutely. Correct? We're also cool. looking into TikTok. I hear it's a good time to do Oh that. no, are don't we? do the TikTok. No. Don't like, do that. No, look, I got the dances down. No. You flick your elbow. Stop. Yeah. You flick your elbow and then it's all in the. It's all the core. I, I definitely <laughs> like your version of the savage a whole, whole lot way better. The puppy one is like that's I'm that, a puppy. Yeah. Super cute and cut. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so to kind of reel it back in for the final question, guys, um, I just wanna get I wanna say I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all holding space for me. I appreciate you giving me this space to be able to record with you guys. Y'all are, again, one of my, you know, two of my favorite humans. And what a pleasure and how epic has it been to kind of bring back this podcast and have y'all on it. Um, Thank you. So I'm mm-hmm. going to end with one of our final questions that I hope to continue throughout my other, hopefully not six months later. Nah, you got it. But whoever else comes on to my podcast, this is the question that I'll ask them. So if there was one quote, one poem, a uh, book, or that, you know, truly resonated with you and gave you a punch in the gut um, to really do something and make this world a better place, what would it be? And to kind of get you in the right headspace and kind of, you know, what's one of mine is when yeah. you die, um, you will stand in front of your mirrored self. And this self will be um, accomplished and have done everything that you wanted to do. Um, and it will be the best possible version of yourself. And I want to be able to stand in front of that person as their exact copy. So, you know, what is something that you can remember off the top of your head that, you know, it, 
it like gives you this like physical push of like damn I gotta get my shit together or it just makes you again feel that like calming to to do something I um we were talking about it before right we were kind of discussing it kind of going through ideas making sure we didn't have make sure we had a good smooth conversation um and hearing you reread it saying like um a quote a poem or a book don't laugh at me okay Promise for real. So okay, well the the backstory behind it is like my watch said, time to get moving again. Mind your own business, watch. <laughs> my um my mom gave each one of us my my three there's three of us my older brother my younger sister and myself gave us books when we graduated, mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss books. Mm-hmm. My um, my brothers was um, oh the places you will go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sisters was the Lorax, and then huh. um, mine was. Horton, here's a who. <laughs> I had the I had the places you will go. That's cool. So and I I mean it was beautiful and it had a lot of sentiment. But like growing sure. up, the the stuff we were talking about earlier, we were, I mean I'll talk. We were talking about mine was Hebrews twelve one. It's a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. And since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders, and the sin that so easily tangles, and, and run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I believe that hundred percent. Like we're on a race together. But the idea of Horton Hears a Who, like a person's a person, no matter how small, like that Aww. whole book, that yeah. dude, he can't even see them. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, you're an idiot. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, you're stupid. But he's like, no, no, no. Like, this is important. Mm-hmm. This is important. And I think a lot of times that's, it's relatable, in, especially in today's day and age. Like, it's huge. Not that you need to walk around like that, but I think that's, I, I relate to that way more than sure. anything else. Like, mm-hmm. a person's a person, no matter how small. So, like, no matter what the heck you're going through... Or what's happening? Like it's all we're good. We're all freaking humans. It's all good, yeah. man. We're here. Yeah. We got it. If we can help each other, let's figure it out. And if not, let's move on and figure out where that can where come into play. Yeah. Yeah, I truly believe that. Like I feel, I feel like for the most part, I, I do think that there's some people that are just a holes out there. <laughs> but I think for the most part, people really are just out there trying their best. Yeah. They really are just do, they're they're doing everything in earnest and they're trying to to live their best life. And, mm-hmm. and it's yours. My my quote. Yeah. So so my my quote's way more mechanical. <laughs> it's it's a uh, uh, a leader, a true leader, uh, takes ownership for everything in his or her mm-hmm. own world, mm-hmm. uh, and that was uh, something that kind of getting back to what we were talking about earlier. That metamorphosis of of thinking, kind of taking everything back into your own ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is that is so so crucial. Not just for a leader in like a business, but if you're mm-hmm. in your in your family, mm-hmm. if you're if you're a leader of your family, there was a there was not to not to overshare. Sorry, Elizabeth, but this is what <laughs> but um, that we were we were talking about um, Sadie, our, our eight month old. She was seven months at the time of this conversation, and there was there was a. In the conversation, we were talking about her sleeping through the night and getting her scheduled together. And um, I was talking to to my mom about it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she's sleeping through the night," which I genuinely thought because mm-hmm. I'm sleeping through the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, I found out that no, she's not. Mm-mm. And we need to we need to really work on getting her. She is now. She's mm-hmm. great for the most part. Um, she's doing better, but. Um, I, I, I didn't realize that, that she wasn't. And my first, in, my knee-jerk instinct was like, was like, wife, why didn't you tell me? Mm-hmm. How come I didn't know? And, mm-hmm. it, and it was in that moment that I remembered this, this quote uh-huh. from, this, uh, from this book called Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willick. Woo, Jocko. Awesome guy. Um, where I was like, no, 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 no. That is 100% your responsibility mm-hmm. to know. How come you don't know? 
that that's going on mm-hmm. in, in your own home. And so there was, there was that, that's just one example of many right. that have been over the past, you know, several, several months where you have to take complete ownership. You have to take complete responsibility for everything. Mm-hmm. And it can be difficult right. because it makes, it makes essentially everything your fault. Right. If there's something going wrong in your world, it's because you have failed to do something at, at some level at right. some point. Right. But in exchange for taking that responsibility, mm-hmm. you have um, an insane amount of autonomy and yeah. an insane amount of control. And, if there's, and, and it's easy to weed out stuff if you truly don't have control over it. Mm-hmm. You can let it go. Right. It's okay. Uh, serenity for It's not that mechanical. It's pretty deep. Thanks, man. Yeah, I would say that that's, I mean, and that's such a good tie-in for, you know, for our podcast, too, is that it's about, it's all about energy. <laughs> about to get deep. <laughs> but it's, it's about not absorbing other people's energy and being able to be responsible for your own, you know, especially whenever we are in a healing position, being personal trainers, we have to be careful with the people that we surround ourselves with, Yes. you know, and we have a technically, you know, responsibility that we showed up for as a personal trainer to help them through their healing process at the same time, not letting them disturb our own so that we can be healers. Um, you know, because there there can be moments where we're like, damn, like you didn't really show up for me. Like, why would I show up for you right. and put it on them to, you know, um, like why they're not getting results. But like, you know, like you said before, that's so energy wasting. You got to be able to say, well, you know, how can I show up and then be able to wash my hands with that and really, you know, ask the question, is this true? Is this true? Is this true? You know, and then kind of check yourself. Um, Thank you. Cool. You guys, this was amazing. Hey! I cannot believe we almost, we're about, we're going to hit an hour for sure on the dot, but I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for co-hosting um, with me on my podcast. Um, awesome. Y'all really, you know, I feel like I definitely manifested this shit because this is like one of my biggest dreams is not only to have a podcast, but to be in a space like this where I have other people on my podcast. So thank you for making my dreams gotten true. Oh That's my pretty, God. pretty amazing. Oh, so I know. Now we're going to go cry in corners. <laughs> See you later. So much emotion. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll definitely make sure to add in the details where you can find these guys, Rob and Mike. Y'all are beautiful people. Thank you for being such beautiful humans. I appreciate Likewise. you guys. All right, we're out.